Welcome to Women with an F-Tub Mind. I'm your host, Ms. J. Marie. And it's not about awareness anymore. It's about doing the damn thing and ruffling as many feathers as you can. And here, we're about sexual assault, sexual harassment, domestic violence, and the lack of mental health help in our military. And we recognize it's a human issue and not just a specific gender. So just be ready for what we've got to say, because it's time to do the damn thing. We are officially back this month with our roundtable with Lonnie from Cruise Corner and Six from Cancel for Maintenance. And if you haven't listened to our previous ones, well, I highly suggest you go back to them. But if you have not, welcome to the shit show. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's not enticing to anybody. If again, if this is your first time ever listening to a roundtable, uh, I have worked with these two since day one, even if it's just literally sharing each other's shit. But we have we've been like this little trio for like a hot minute now. And I love it. You know, it's not even just about the podcast either. It's about, you know, creating that friendship that, you know, <laughs> we just listen to each other, bitch, 90 percent of the time. And that's what it's about. So. Before we kick off whatever this episode's about to entail, um, I just want to start off by giving a shout out to Delina. If you don't know who Delina is, she, back in February, called out her um, perpetrator on TikTok. And ever since then, she's just been demolished by social media. Uh, And she just recently got out of the Marine Corps officially. She even made a YouTube video calling people out, doing the damn thing that a lot of us can't do. I mean, obviously, I'm fucking anonymous. So good for you, Delina. I'm proud of you. And I love seeing your fucking glow up. Anyways, all right, just had to get that out there. So welcome back, Lonnie and Six. Hey, hey. I swear we don't rehearse that. I probably. <laughs> it's like three for three now. Fuck. <laughs> right. we should do we should start i mean i know we had rochelle on here one time we should just like promote it like hey if you want to fucking come on oh god actually no never mind let's not do that never mind (laughs) never mind because i just see that right i said that out loud and sounded like a good idea in my head and then i backtracked i'm like wait nope said it out loud not a good idea but that sounded super shitty of me to say but I just don't, I don't like being a dick as much as I say it, like, as much as I am a dick. <laughs> but like, somebody, like, was like, hey, I want to be a guest. Like, there's just, there's a criteria and not a psycho. I need to shut up. I'm going to stop. <laughs> like, well, when, when, whenever you have someone that's coming on as a guest, you kind of want them to bring something for not for the listeners to deem valuable you you know like i'm aware if you want to just vent by all means just like give us a call or send a, a D, um like an email or something and we can vent whatever helps you heal but if you're coming onto a platform to hear yourself vent on someone else's radio yeah, i don't know man <laughs> that's that's actually a way better prop i guess it's a proper way you always got the good shit to say when it comes to things like this actually we all bounce off each other on that one yeah like i uh, don't don't give me too much credit now <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But that's the thing, like, because we're not, that's what I love about the three of us, because we all bring something different to the table. Like, Six, your podcast is, like, aviation shit. And then, you know, Lonnie, you're a combat veteran that brings a different generation, different light to everything. And then there's me, <laughs> who's, <That> like, <laughs> the active duty that I, I don't even know what to explain myself. I guess I'm just the asshole that's active duty right now. I don't fucking know. Whatever. I'm here. Like, the literal boots on the ground. Like, all this stuff that we talk about, or you talk about specifically, it's, like, live. Like, happening live. Versus, like, with Lonnie and I, like, this was stuff. Ten like, years ago? Like, I'm just way, going Way back, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this, like, that's, the sad part. It, right? <laughs> that's the sad part, is some of the stuff that Lonnie has mentioned and stuff that I've mentioned, and you're like, oh, my God, me too. Like, wait a minute, that's still going? Holy shit. Um, <laughs> It's pretty sad how much shit hasn't changed. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because like when you do that, that's a good point. Because when you do talk about that, I'm like, wait a minute. Wait. Yep, that's that. I'm living it. It's still full heartedly. Like, tears. Yeah, I can totally relate. Like, no, please don't. (laughs) Tell me that. Jesus. I just also want to make a point out there that if anybody is actually listening, that we have no political affiliation to anything in the world when it comes to what we're doing because fuck that was not (laughs) about politics i don't care if you're left right middle whatever you identify as i don't fucking care that's not the mission so if you see any of our names i just want to make that point they see any of our names circulating into the politics world uh no negative fucking ghostwriter not about it. I have literally no idea what's happening in politics. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't I don't know what day it is. <laughs> like, <Right. exactly. laughs> well, like I was telling you guys not too long ago, where I, I was hearing a Warren G song. I'm like, heck yeah, I love that song. And and then others around me were saying like, yo, that's like super old. I'm like, no, it's not. It's only like ten years ago. And they look at me dead in the eyes and like, ten years ago was like. 2008 friend like hold up fuck yeah <laughs> Damn I caught it. myself that was shoot but I was like yeah, it's like 20 oh no it's not <laughs> like fuck it's 93 no yeah. god yeah I got called old literally they called me old at work almost every single day and I'm like I don't understand why, because that's how I am. Like, I know, shoot, for example, old music. Like, they'll come in my office and not, they'll hear shit that I'm playing. And I had a guy last week, they were like, ew, you're so old. I think it was uh, freaking TLC is what I was listening to. And I'm like, what What the fuck do you listen to then? And it, I don't even know who, I, I have no idea who new artists are anymore when it comes to music. No idea. Like, my child, it tells me more about music, like, now music, than I didn't know about it in general, or fucking TikTok when I'm bored. Like, (laughs) fucking TikTok, keeping you young. That's how I know what shit is. (laughs) Well, the the only music artists I know are the ones my kids listen to on YouTube, and it's usually something along the lines of Baby Shark or Lucas Spider. Shark. Fucking Luke like, the Spider is awesome. 
that I swear, like I could not get that song out of my head, and I listened to it like a week ago. But all, that's all I hear. Damn it! <laughs> and you, you know, it's one of those where you like you just randomly start humming it. I'm like, wait a minute. God damn it! <laughs> I've had the the Chick Fil A song by that comedian. I don't remember his first name. His last name's Hawkins, but. I don't know why. So I've been like just singing about Chick-fil-A everywhere. <laughs> it's like people are looking at me like I'm stupid. Like or, I don't or know. you know what's another one is the Six Flags song. Oh <laughs> shit. Oh my god. I you know right with the old dude with the bus. Right. I remember once I was humming that in the hallway and everybody was looking at me all weird and like, what? Like, what the fuck are you singing? Are you okay? Are you having a seizure? Like, no, about the old man. No, it's the Six Flags song. Like, Six Flags has the song. Like, oh my god! That's what I'm saying. They, they, there's no way that they know about the old man dancing like that damn frog on that cartoon. To that, <laughs> that's what I thought. Every time he danced, I thought of that. Frog. I can't even think what the frog's name is. You know what I'm talking about? The old cartoon with the frog. Yeah, he had a and name. He had a top hat and a cane. Yeah, he he had a name. Did <laughs> I didn't know that? I didn't I know he had. The, the only song I remember he he singing is like, hello, I my honey. Hello, my honey. <laughs> Don't start that. I'll be singing that in the morning <laughs> trying to go to bed. You're right. Like, like you, you can't figure out the words now, but as you lay in bed, like, it all of a sudden comes to you and you start singing it verbatim. Like, God damn it. <laughs> hello, my honey. Hello, hello my ragtime. Damn it. <laughs> Oh my god, we're showing our age. I, I don't even know what age group even listens to where they'll even understand either. So there's that. Told you the listeners, welcome to the shit show. And yeah. <laughs> if it didn't take forever, I would literally find the song off of Spotify and play it just for y'all. You know what I oh. might I might figure it out and actually do that anyways. Bet. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime gal. Send me a kiss by wire. Baby, my heart's on fire. If you refuse me, honey, you lose me. Then you'll be left alone. Oh, baby, telephone and tell me I'm your own. So, what I've been noticing a lot lately is a lot of holiday stuff is starting to like be available a whole lot sooner. Oh my God. Right. Like Christmas Halloween. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like Christmas stuff was like the day of Halloween. Like, holy shit. Eh, why? First off, why? I mean, I know why, but fuck, really? I started yeah. buying Halloween stuff. I'm not even kidding you. I started buying Halloween stuff in like August and then September, end of September rolled around and there was already all Christmas shit. And yeah. I'm like, I'm still trying to do spooky season. Fuck off. Yeah. Like, but ugh. but you, you, what I've also noticed too, like with the season stuff being on sale a lot sooner, a lot of the, how do, how do I say this? A lot of the holiday blues. I was going to say, my depression comes way quicker. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like the holiday blues. Yeah. Like exactly what you said. It comes sooner. Right. So like all the stuff that I normally feel like bummed out about, like say around like thanksgiving time frame i'm feeling it in september like well this is gonna suck for the next four months 
I hear Mariah Carey and it like brings all oh, <laughs> my <Jesus>. problems. <laughs> like, oh God, it's that time of year again to go sulk and like cry in isolation. Enjoy right. the dark. <laughs> and that's but the a good way- point to bring up though, because you're right. This the depression, the seasonal depression's coming up. And that's I don't think people really notice like this is the time to especially be reaching out to people. And just being like, hey, or even if seeing somebody's, hold on, I didn't realize fucking Thanksgiving was next week. I just want to point that out. Right. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Because we were talking about doing a Friendsgiving here for like some of our friends that aren't going home. And then we were grocery shopping. And I was like, oh, you know, we got like two more weeks. We can buy it then. Fuck no, it is next week. So like, I mean, <laughs> you gotta, got, you guys got to start buying the ham and turkey like this weekend. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, we're going to have to go because I'm not trying to fight these crowds next week. Like, you got to buy that shit like now. And we go to Sam's Club. And <laughs> so we like stuffing. Yeah, everything in Sam's Club is in bulk. So we bought a box and didn't realize, like, we knew there was a bunch of, like, little boxes in it. But he, my boyfriend opened the box today because we literally just ate a plate of stuffing just for fucking cuz. Because we bought so much stuffing not realizing how much we actually bought. Like, <laughs> I bought like a full Thanksgiving meal and I'm like, oh wait, it's just me. <laughs> like, fuck. Like, like, yeah. It's one of those where you eat the family size bag, like maybe I am a family. <laughs> <laughs> I do it every year, but I'm one of those people like, I still have the same mentality as I did when I was active duty. And it was because I didn't go home for Thanksgiving. I went home for Christmas. So I was always around and I was one of the few people actually owned their own home. So I would usually invite all the soldiers that couldn't go home or I'd make plates for people on duty and have somebody take them there because that's where like the depression for people really does start because everyone else is bonding and it's so noticeable. It's not like leave blocks or something like that like you get into the holiday season and it's just a lot of like family time stuff so if you can't be around family it eats at you so I always try to make sure to like have my door open on Thanksgiving so I always have a feast whether I expect people or not most people they used to live around here would just show up but I kind of feel like it's in the military it's not your like blood family it's just like whoever almost <laughs> I just about eat shit in my room yeah <laughs> And what's funny is I've seen a, bu- a bunch of um, people at, say, the barracks or they're single and what and doing whatever. I almost got to bribe them to want to come over. Like, they got nothing to do. They got, no- they got nothing going on other than to just get smashed at the local bar, like on um, Thanksgiving night or something like that. So I, you would almost have to uh, bribe them over. Like, hey, man, when on your way back after being completely blitzed, there's like a whole, there's a plate of hot food just chilling. So by all means, like tear it up. Cause I don't want to have like nine plates of leftovers of the same thing for the next six days. My soldiers would come out and be like, please take a plate with you. And they'd be like, I don't know if I should like take a plate, <laughs> like make it go away. Like, I did that last year. Like we did, we did a dinner and then like had a party afterwards. And I'm like, good. You have drunk food to eat all night. Now, when you leave, after, like, in the morning, take the shit and go. Take it to your barracks. I don't care if you fill the whole fridge up. Just take the food. Because, yeah, I was not trying to have, like, it was good to have leftovers. But it wasn't like I need a whole fridge full of leftovers. 
It's like I have 17 meals a day until it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Right. And you start trying to figure out how to get creative with leftover turkey and all this other stuff. Like, Oh, yeah. Um, so what we were saying a little bit earlier about stuffing, it made me laugh because I would always do the same with like dinner rolls, dinner rolls and, and, and um, mashed potatoes. I would destroy these things. And a lot of uh, individuals that have similar experiences to what uh, the three of us have had, they all love the same shit, right? Like just carb load, like it's freaking cool. And I can't remember where I heard this or someone was telling me that most people who suffer from great depression or some kind of tra traumatic event, they would eat like a shit ton of carbs, like bread, like bowl of like a bowl of bread or just like a shit ton of stuffing, mashed potatoes, whatever. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> it makes My so life much... is just been explained. <laughs> <laughs> it makes so much sense. I don't know why I'm not. I'm like over here eating a loaf of bread, like what's happening? <laughs> like, I don't even like bread. <laughs> Why, is <it> so <laughs> Why is it so comforting? That would explain, like, there's like this specific, specific, Pacific, specific, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> fucking rolls. I think it's like the Hawaiian ones or whatever that comes in the orange pack. You know what I'm yep. talking about? Yep, the diabetes pack. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's the Hawaiian the Hawaiian sweet rolls yeah yes those I could eat like three packs a day with those things like I was like told my boyfriend when we were talking about like what we're buying for like it's just gonna be us and another couple because I guess other people make plans or whatever but yeah I was like we're gonna buy at least three bags of these and if that's all I eat then fuck it here we are but that makes sense with that point you just made so uh one of the things that I've, I've noticed when whenever you got like a whole lot of nothing to do and you're very like in your moments being like on low energy, you start getting really bored and start reading a whole lot of shit. And I don't know what spawned me, but I started reading the, the bag of the Hawaiian sweet rolls. Oh, my God. And, and it actually there's directions for you to heat. It tells you to heat it up. Right. I'm like, wait, you're supposed to heat this. <laughs> I, just been I never get that it. far <laughs> i've just been eating it as is right so say all right whatever let's do this right i take it out and i put it in a pan and i heat it up on the oven whatever the instructions say and i try and i actually like eat it like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> why have i not done this before <laughs> yeah he doing that and then what me and my best friend when we lived together we would always buy like low like a bunch of them because we would make the ham and cheese sliders with them Ooh. yeah dude those those rolls with ham and cheese and melted and shit perfect snack easy to make especially when you have a spawn of satan of a toddler <laughs> yeah so here's another one with the hawaiian sweet rolls this is more going towards the colder side of things well mainly for you guys is uh there's a recipe out there it's uh for bread pudding but you use the hawaiian sweet rolls instead of like french bread and I'm just going to say my diabetes probably kicked in a solid 10 years in advance. <laughs> I felt my yeah, artery. I don't, like... I don't know why this <laughs> randomly popped in my head. First off, bread pudding I've never heard of in my entire life. Bread oh. pudding is amazing. It's <laughs> amazing. I've never heard of it. It's it's fantastic. I'm telling you, try it now. It's just, comfort. Uh, <laughs> uh, amongst the, amongst the, <laughs> the bags of bread you're going to use for sliders, like set aside, like, I don't know, like, one and a half of it and then use it for a bread pudding recipe 
I promise. It's fantastic. I guess I'll have to try that. Okay, so are you Bing. ham or turkey? Ooh. <laughs> well, you, you know what? Um, I've been kind of shying away from the turkey. I guess I'll lean more towards ham. But what I've been using a lot more is prime rib. Because um, with turkey, yeah, it's all, there, there's a whole lot of steps for turkey, right? Like, if you want it to, like, see, be moist, you got to, like, let it thaw in the fridge for three to four days, depending on how big it is. Then you got to put it in the bucket and brine it for another two to four <laughs> days, right? And then you actually smoke it for six or bake it for eight to ten hours, depending on how big it is. So it's, like, almost like a full week and a uh, week and a half of just... <laughs> For a free, for a turkey that's just gonna be destroyed in like twenty minutes. <laughs> Not if you use a bag though. If you cook a turkey in a bag, you can totally cut the time. Or, you can do like a twenty four pound one in like. Oh, I did, I did that last year. Or uh, I've seen this a lot is where they spatchcock it, where they uh, just like like butterfly it. What? <laughs> spatchcock. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a joke. Word I promise. <laughs> or so it's like the it's. Where you take the turkey and you butterfly it, kind of like um, like you're splitting chicken breast in half, and you just cook it like that. But and it cooks like like half the time apparently. I've never tried it, but I've seen some other people do it, and it's pretty. <laughs> it, they say it cooks like like a whole like it cuts the time like by in half. Like oh okay, um, not saying I'm gonna do it, but oh, cool man. <laughs> Thank you. If I ever get curious enough, appreciate it. Or and there's also around the time where they start talking about like um like fire safety for thanksgiving it's like oh don't fry a turkey while it's still frozen have you ever seen know. those videos yeah holy shit those are like when people try to do that when they fucking fry them while they're frozen and then just everything gets engulfed in flames right or they they fill the the, the tank or whatever it is up with boiling hot oil and then they just take the turkey and dunk it in like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like I have this bad habit of forgetting the bag inside the turkey. Oh, yeah. The... Oh, I've, yeah, I've done that. <laughs> and then cooking it and being like, oh, found it. <laughs> it's like on fire. <laughs> well, same, well, same with the neck, right? Because sometimes they, put, they leave the neck in there too. Yeah, so... I never find it afterwards. <laughs> it's like, oh, what is this? Like, oh, it's the neck. Ugh. <laughs> I remember making. I think it was like last year. I was making a turkey for my husband. I pulled the neck out. He's like, "What the fuck is that?" It's just like, well, the uh, first time I ever saw the neck because I like, like for the longest time, obviously, I never had anything to do with turkey. But then it was, I think, 2019 was the first time I've ever seen the neck of the turkey, and my kid pulled it out, and it was like, "What the fuck?" He was just like walking around. Like, Look at this. This is fucking cool. And I'm like. What, what the hell is that? Where did you get that? And he's like, oh, I was told to pull it out of the turkey. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> what right the turkey? <laughs> like, what the hell part of the turkey is that? <laughs> no, no, I was so confused. It's the penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, seriously, what's something you listeners take away from this? Don't forget, don't forget the bag, don't forget the penis, and don't fucking set your house on fire. Like, don't forget it. Please, please don't. I mean, I will feel eternally guilty that 
<laughs> you, fr- you burned down your house. <laughs> That's what the round table picture is going to be. It's going to be a, like either like something with a turkey on fire. That's what I'm going to do it as. You should put the, the dancing frog too while you're at it. Oh, I will. If I can get Spotify to find the song, I'm putting it in the episode. 100%. That's how how I'm going to kick off the episode. (laughs) (laughs) So so that's kind of makes me laugh a bit too, because you got the, the, like the depression season, especially for the holidays. And then, but just like the week or two prior, you got Veterans Day and then the Marine birthday for for the Marines. So they're all happy as shit. Like, hell yeah, thanks for your service and all this and that. And then like two weeks later, they're just like, F- fuck my life like i just can't even You're like wow that what a complete 180 so and especially for some individuals who've really been suffering along like they just really had no friends in their in their section in their shop in their platoon company whatever and they're kind of just being isolated as like that person and then you and then they go on the holidays they see everyone else is having a grand old time and they're just kind of like just sitting there to deal with it that's why I was always that person that invited people to like come to my place because I I live far as fuck from family because it's like I knew how that felt not having like if you live in the barracks not having anybody and you see everybody else having a good time. You know I was really disappointed. It's super random, but when I went, I had to drop a kid off at the barracks on the Marine Corps birthday because we just got back from Virginia. There was no but there was like five Marines outside at a fire pit and that was the 96 like we went into the 96 so it's not like we had to be at work the next day and nobody was out like it was so disappointing like nobody was doing anything you would have thought shit was on fire at this point because it was so late in the night nope there wasn't a single there was like five people but it was like like you said the whole i i feel like morale is totally different right now because We've hit a different generation, which is also because we've hit a different generation. All the bro vets came to life because they're like, no, back in my day, like, suck my dick. I don't care about back. Like, good for you, buddy. Like, shit was different then. Life was different. Fuck, we even have tattooed sleeves. Like, we can have sleeves now. But (laughs) it's just like with the holidays coming up, you know, morale's already shit for a lot of people just in general. That people need to realize, like, even if you're not going to invite people over, at least reach out and just say you're thinking of them. Even if you haven't talked to them in a while, like, this is the time more than ever that we need to be doing that. I'm so shitty with that. (laughs) Like, I go into total shutdown mode. Like, as soon as it's November, I disappear. And I'm just like, hope everybody's okay. But I like, I won't pick up the phone. I'll wait till someone hits me up. Cause I don't want to bug people because everybody else is with family, like in my mind. And so I'm just like, uh, and so I like go into my little depression ball and then I like come out of it around January. And then that say I'm a dick because I didn't reach out to anybody. <laughs> but it's like that's literally like for me, that's like my end of the mental illness, is that it keeps me from doing those checks because I have no energy and I'm like just sitting at home like eating every carb in my house and baking <laughs> like just trying to like survive well, there's nothing wrong with that i mean that's just that's, that's i mean it. there's a lot wrong <laughs> yeah i mean 
Silence, crickets. Where did they go? Well, like, well, like with the checks, especially you. When it comes down to a time where it feels forced when someone checks on you, right? Like, uh, they they start doing like that round robin of twenty two a day, or or reaching uh, phone a friend or whatever. And when they do it, it's kind of like it's almost like they're just regurgitating a script instead of actually like legitimately giving a fuck. Have you seen the stuff like when people post on social media, it'll be like put the emoji that correlates with like something specific, like I'm not doing good or whatever. And people will be putting up stuff like saying I'm in a really bad place and there will be no response to their response. Like nobody will say anything. And so it just goes, so people are out there saying like, Hey, I need help or like, I'm not going to reach out, but I need to talk to somebody. And people are like, Thanks for participating. Like, I'm good because I put up my post. I did my part. But then we, like, skip over all these people that are, like, just sitting there saying, like, please talk to me. Right. Yeah. Uh, th this is going to kind of tangent off a little bit. But it's also kind of double back on Delina's case where you have individuals who are straight up begging for help, but not, a, but not like, in an in a open way if that makes any sort of sense to everybody out there, like you can almost tell someone has, is having a problem and the signs are kind of like what Lonnie says. Like they just throw like a random red flag post and no one gives a fuck or you see them just like come into work and they're just like drained or they're just like complete 180 of their usual personality. But instead of like saying like, yo, are you all right, man? And they, instead they just go like, well, you look like a piece of ass. Like, thanks bro. Like, I kind of feel like it, but thanks for reassuring me that I look like a fucking dumpster fire. And in the military, we're really bad about like when the one upping that we've talked about in the past where it's like, like my husband just called me. He's like, I'm having a rough time. And it's like, well, so am I. I'm like, oh, I'm that dick. Like, I just fucking like, because everybody's like going through stuff. And sometimes we kind of we're so caught up in our own that when somebody's actually coming to us trying to like unload something, we can't get off our own shit. And then they take that as, oh, okay, my problems aren't like anything compared to everybody else's. And then they shut down. Mm -hmm. Or like they bought, like bottle it up for so long. And then something like real minuscule just sets it all off. And then they just start spiraling because like that tipping uh, point. <laughs> yeah. Like you just held the beach ball underwater for so long and then you finally let go of it. And it just comes zooming right to the top. I'm like, okay, well it's Look here now. That analogy. What's that? I said, look at you with that analogy. I know, man. I don't right, know where I, right I, on point. I don't know where I come up with this shit. I swear <laughs> to God, like I don't rehearse this at all. <laughs> this is how my brain works. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> oh my god. But uh, but like a lot of the stuff, it comes up, and some of it, it's like real small, like little breadcrumb stuff. Some of it is like real, like blatant in your face. But then you just kind of see it as like, oh, that well, that's just typical person just acting out all stupid again. But then you don't really like sit there enough or you don't either don't care enough or you don't understand it enough to really dissect the problem. And then or and then when someone finally does do something like, say, in, in Delina's case or other people with with that similar kind of event. And then when they when they voice it out, they just start immediately hitting them off with like, well, you deserved it. Or what did you do wrong? Or they, like what Lonnie said, they do like that one up scale. I'm like, and the whole big blaming and or like, big shaming. Yeah, there it is. Like time out. <laughs> like, 
before we start blaming them for what they did or didn't do, can we at least hear them out what actually happened? You didn't have to care. I feel like a lot of people like don't actually genuinely care. And even when they make the con, like the shitty comments, like if somebody has that, like if somebody made a shitty comment, you're like, do you really fucking care? Like, is this really going to affect you? Like in any shape or form, is this, if you want to be a dick about it, like what, what impact does this have on your life? Shut the fuck up and go about your day. If you ain't got nothing nice to say about it. Like if you're just going to totally, again, like when somebody's reaching out and legitimately saying like, I need help, this is fucked up or whatever. And you got shit, like you're just being an asshole about it. Like, do you actually fucking care enough? I just don't get this whole thing we have going on in the veteran community or even just not in the veteran community, just like among humans and like society with this whole like the it's okay to not be okay and reach out and let's talk about it. And people are trying to do that. And then you got people that are sitting there going, okay, that's enough. Like put a cork on it. Like we don't want to hear all that. Like we're just saying it's okay to feel bad. We're not asking you to open up about it. And so it's like, so why are we trying to like break this stigma? But at the same time, we're feeding into it. Right. And then, and then vice versa to that is you have people who try to draw it out of you to forward something. Right. Like, like say someone who has like a really bad PTSD moment or an MST moment. And then everybody galore would just like be chomping at the bit to try to pull that story so they can use it to kind of boost a platform or boost a, an agenda or something. And so you'll get like this victim who just like, just really doesn't want to have it to tell anybody and everybody about their business. And then you get like these different organizations, usually brovet organizations. So tell us more about your rape case. Tell us more about how it felt. What did it smell like? What, what were they doing? What were you wearing? Like just having to relive the event over and over and over. And just to say they covered the topic too. Right. Yeah. And like, see, look, I got a, a domestic violence victim on my on my organization, on my show, or on my newsreel and my magazine, whatever the fuck it is. And you know, just to check the box and see, I feature these kind these types of people, or I have these kind of people in my circle. But they but when it comes down to like actually doing something for them, like legitimately doing something, fuck it could be like a like a, a sympathy card for that matter. But they always come up empty. And, and it's always like somehow now it's the victims uh, or the, the traumatized person's responsibility to pay you out for whatever it is that they gave you. Like, excuse me? I feel like behind the scenes shit, like, yeah, we all put stuff out there on social media. But I feel like at the same time, like what you do behind the scenes makes a bigger impact as well. Because like, yeah, you can talk shit. Like, say shit all day long on social media, on a podcast, like you said, whatever the fuck it is that you have your platform, but what are you also doing shit outside of what social media says? Are you actually helping people? Are you providing resources to people? Are you actually doing the damn thing? Wow, I feel like I haven't said that in a long time. Weird. Um, Woo, catchphrase. (laughs) Coming on back. A lot of people sell it like they are doing stuff. And then some people don't like I've where I've taken a lot of slack on my like on cruise corner is I don't talk a lot about the stuff I do uh, away from cruise corner. So like stuff that's not on social media. So like I've done the whole stuff like housing homeless veterans or 
taking people to the VA that need a ride or doing stuff like that, but I don't put it on social media because it's a very sensitive subject and somebody's actually struggling. But then the way people see it is, oh, you just care about yourself because all you do is post up about your shitty book and your podcast. <laughs> and so then it's like, because I'm not loud about it. So then people think I don't do shit, but then you have people that are loud about it and then come to find out it's just all, you know, it's the smoke and mirror thing. They're just showing it like they're doing stuff all kinds. And so it's really hard to tell who's like legit anymore. That word right there. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck is legit anymore? I feel like the more, I think we, we hit this every time we talk, but it's like more and more, it's like the true colors are coming out and it's super disheartening. You know, you think these people have, you know, the same goals, same aspirations, really trying to make a difference. And then out of fucking nowhere, it's like, who the, has this been you the whole time? Are you good, fam? Like, what the fuck? Right. And, and then like, like, um, you would see some kind of vets or organizations, whatever, they'll specifically target these kind of individuals who are just desperate for someone to give a fuck. And so, and they give it to them, but then, but then they slowly kind of like just breadcrumb them into certain areas that they weren't anywhere near prepared to go, like uh, blowing them up on social media or giving them a magazine or uh, putting them on a TV show or something like that. They're like, okay, this they is create cool. a poster child out of them. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, okay, this is cool and all, but whoa, time the fuck out. <laughs> you want me to do what now? <laughs> We're really good at that, though. Like veterans were like, again, it's that competition thing. Like we take a good idea and we fuck it up. <laughs> like <laughs> like podcasting and stuff like that. Like, let's get people to just start talking about stuff like therapy sessions. It, it was a good idea. And then everybody started doing it and everybody started competing. And then we got back to the whole, well, you know, this person is less legit or this person doesn't have anything real to say or this person. We're just like, I don't like them. So we're just going to, you know do a smear campaign across social media so that they lose their credibility, even though they could have been way more legit. Like we take ourselves out and we fuck up our own movements. Right. That's it. Exactly right there. Or, or they try to discredit, like you said, like so-and-so doesn't, is not qualified to do X or someone doesn't have the experience to do Y, what, whatever the case may be, just like throwing just random shit into the mix or there weren't veteran enough or they were in the wrong MOS. They can't understand, etc. Like time the fuck out, man. Like going to another one of Jay Marie's catchphrases. Like I just give a fuck and I'm a decent person. I'm just trying to be a decent person. I'm not trying to like be famous about this or nothing. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, if I were to go for famous, all I got to do is just do what I do. Talk to more people. And eventually by volume, it's going to, it's going to explode, which is totally doable if that's what you want to go for. But majority of us here who actually do care, we're only trying to do the the networking and doing the exposure just so it puts the word out more for other people to get to feel comfortable enough to do this something similar versus like someone like, I want my name stamped on this, whatever, that takes it all the way to the freaking em- the emperor's seat. And get signed off in gold, and then my name is like stamped right next to the statue of this whatever movement or some bullshit. Like it's like it's like their personal monument or something like that. Like 
cool story, man. Like, at, look anywhere in time where there was a monument. I guarantee they're all in pieces or they're ruined or like most people don't even remember what it was for. So your real impact is the people you're with, is the people you're influencing around, like legitimately in their circle. Those are the that's the monument, if you ask me anyway. And that's yeah. kind of like the stuff that I would teach around to other people. Like if you're looking for monuments, you need to start looking in your circle. Because if if the if the ones in your circle can't at least rely on you for something or at least count on you for something, then just kiss it goodbye. Because you can be a billionaire and everyone or whatever the case may be. And people will come suck your dick for for <laughs> for whatever money you're making just because you got money. But as soon as you fall out of favor, you lose a cent, then no one gives a fuck. Oh, absolutely. And I, and that's a really good point because again, the people that really matter that actually give a shit, like it's honestly, it's not about the money. I've been saying that since day one. Like it's not, it's not a fucking competition. We all eat at the table. We just need to give a shit about people and helping them and being on that path to help them. And it's like, we can't even do that. Yeah. We got to stop taking each other out of, the advocacy game, like, and trying to, again, the competition shit. But it's like we are destroying each other. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's other movements and there's other, like, uh, proposals. Let's call it proposals that are being pushed along, that are being, like, sent up the line as they should be. But because certain individuals or certain groups or certain uh, institutions want to have their names stamped on the train on its way to the top, they it's kind of they, if they don't get it. Right. And they take out the whole thing. Like, thanks for filling me in because I was like, oh, what the where were we <laughs> going with this? <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> like, go that way. Fuck, where were we going again? <laughs> Pulling a Totally pulling an LT right now. Like, where are we? Uh, I LT's feel like lo- LT's lost our, again. I feel like with us, so that like, it's a kind of a an accountability thing too. Like when we fuck up with in a movement or in a thing, like a campaign or whatever. Like, I feel like people won't just own up to be like, oh shit, you know what? I gave bad information. Let me correct it. Or oh shit, I you know I thought you were shit, and you know I smeared your name, and oh man, you were actually like the head person for this, my bad. Like, there's just, like, zero accountability for how we act or we preach about doing something, but we can't do it ourselves. Because I'm sure, like, if you go back on my stuff far enough, you're going to see, like, oh, she doesn't give a shit about female veterans. She talks shit about them. It's like, yeah, when I first came out, I did. I had a strong opinion about women in the military because I had a bad experience, and I tried to explain that. I didn't just come out and be like, yep, they're right, they're whores and this and that, like throwing all the like stereotypical stuff around. But it's like I had to kind of learn to fix my shit to stop adding to stereotypes or getting in the way of movements and stuff like that. And I started surrounding myself with better women. So I started like trying to pump that up. But then you got people that like just bring their hurt shit over onto the veteran side and they won't grow, they won't change, they won't own up to their mistakes and so they just keep smearing everybody else and it's like oh i don't like this organization because it's a woman organization or something like that so i'm just gonna find something wrong with it i'm gonna google you or some shit (laughs) if i can find something you made a mistake out of because you're human there's something there and then we like 
take ourselves out because on the sidelines, you have civilians and other people that could be making changes for us because we need more than just the veteran community on our side. And then they're watching our little tiffs happen and all these like little petty quarrels we have on social media. And then they lose interest in wanting to help because it's like these guys are a fucking mess. Fuck them. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. I mean, to answer that question, yes, we are a hot mess. Not going to lie. <laughs> Well, a good example of what Lonnie was saying was when we actually had, or when Jay Marie actually had the Lena on and just flat out like, I'm sorry, I fucked up. Um, this is what my initial opinion of you. But as I, I can imagine as gut-wrenching that was Jay Marie, but I'm so happy you did it because that shows to everyone, like, I, we all fuck up, but we end up learning, like is what Lonnie said, we learned where the gaps were or where the the misinformation was and we're grown up enough or we're that much aware of ourselves to say, I fucked up, <laughs> you know? That's hard for vets to do. It seems like they'll just be like, I'm sorry, I was wrong. And wow. if they actually realized that they were even wrong in the first place. I, I'm not going to lie. That, that was a big um, 90 degree learning curve on my end as well. So... <laughs> I mean, I've had like, I've fucked up plenty on the veteran end for how I've portrayed things or ways I've described things like, or going on. Like now I talk about like, oh, talk about people, be kind, this and that. But it's like, have I called a girl a whore before just because I was mad? Sure, I have. Have I realized now that that does not help (laughs) to do on social media because it ruins the image that people hold over an entire group of people? Yeah, I try to kind of keep that one to myself. Because you're not helping. Exactly. Like that was something when I had Delina on, it's like, you don't have to like the person, but at the end of the day, it's like, you almost need to protect him at the same time. It's not even protecting like, oh, you protect him like your loved ones. But when, you know, when you see the bashing or anything like that, it's like, you don't add to the bashing. Where, where do we go wrong in the military going from the like, police yourself and your people up because you're representative of each other. Like, where do we lose that when we either get out or in the military or something? Because it seems like we don't do that on the veteran side. You don't fucking do that on active duty. You do it. If you try to police your own or police yourself, it's like you, you're a piece of shit for doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yes. Yeah. I think I got, I was, I lucked out with the unit I was with. Cause I mean, I had the sergeant majors and the lieutenant colonels and these people that would be like, if a private walks up to me and says, I look like dog shit, I'm not going to lay them out for it. I'm going to fix myself. And that's, that's how it should be. And that's how it, it was a lot of time. I mean, until like, you know, a new leadership came in and fucked all, but like at one point, it was working the way, you know, it's supposed to, but you know, you carry that over and I never saw that on the veteran side. It was like, why are we tearing this person apart? Because is that not representative of our whole group? Like you're shitting all over her just because of what she is. You don't think, you know, that counts for anything, but like, what are you showing for our entire like organization for anyone that's outside of this group watching right now? Like we look like dog shit. I don't know. This has made me think of this <laughs> in boot camp. Yeah, in my, in my day in boot camp, uh, the campaign covers that the drill instructors wear. My kill hat, her EGA, I guess, got loose and it was upside down. And nobody, 
Like, I watched it for, like, most of the morning. Nobody corrected her. Like, even the other drill instructors, nobody corrected her. So we were doing, I don't even know what the fuck we were doing, but I remember looking at her, and all I did was point to my cover at the EGA on my cover. And then she just looked at me, and she goes, recruit, what the fuck's your problem? And I was like, ma'am. And I was like, (laughs) I tried to be discreet about it. And she looked at me, she took her cover off, and was like, thank you, but shut the hell up. (laughs) Like, she meant well. Like, she, I'm friends with her now, and I fucking love her. But it was just so funny because she even said, she's like, oh, y'all got me out out here looking all stupid. And it took a fucking recruit to fix me. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I don't know why you us talking about that. just made me think of that day because she was just like, shut the hell up. (laughs) It's like, go to the quarter deck. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, but yeah. Oh, she was, I mean, like I said, we, I mean, it became, we became friends afterwards, but she, holy God. I don't know if it's because I was older or what. She fucked my world up. She was yeah. always the hardest on me, but whatever. Irrelevant. Well, I kind of see that as a, like, drill instructors, they're uh, as cliche as a lot of them are. They're not dumb. And they can kind of tell, like, who has the potential to actually do more than others. And they, and environment you see this over and over and over. You can kind of pick out, like, who are the ones who really want to be here and who are the ones that are just, just to kind of wade through the motions or wade Who's through got the, the tiny heart right and and so like you want to like really push that button like how far can i make you go right and and how much would this really just eat at you when you don't do it or when you don't accomplish it because i'm totally one of those and mm-hmm. then they and they smelled that like super easy all they had to do was just say you failed your friend over there or you failed your but your battle buddy and like and, I, and I'm the dumbass that just kind of sits there in the corner, like, "Wow, I fucked up," you know. Yeah. And I'll actually, and I'll like actually eat at me, and I'll actually eat at me, and I'll get pissed, right? I'll get so mad, and and then when I when when we're going through another op school, and they'll just go, "Well, six, are you gonna fail your buddy again?" I'm like, "Fuck no, man." <laughs> <laughs> and then there's my stupid ass jumping through hoops of fire backwards. <laughs> I remember there was one time, I don't know why, I just reminisced real quick on boot camp there. We were doing the O course in Verlani and non-Marines. The O course is like a a series of, I don't know, you've probably have seen it though. How do I explain this? A series of, of log and walls. <laughs> like, whatever. But you at one point, you have to swing, like jump on top of this log and swing your whole body over. And I was trying to teach a girl because she's never, this is like our third time and she never did it. I swung so fucking hard over this log that I did a whole 180 and fell flat on my back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laying there. I mean, we're in the crucible and I just start cracking and laughing because I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do at this point. And my drill instructor goes, you're a fucking idiot. Get up. Like, I could quit laughing. Oh, I got fucked up. I could quit laughing, but oh my god. <laughs> Dedication. <laughs> but I just, I will never forget that. I was trying to help this girl out, and I fucking wiped the fuck out. <laughs> just laid yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I get. <laughs> oh, god. I I don't need to stop. I hate, like, it's so funny. I had a guy at a, the bar that was trying to hit on my friend. 
then he started reminiscing, like, just wouldn't shut up about boot camp. And I just totally felt like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you should have totally played like, really? That's nice. Wow. That's so interesting. That's what my friend was doing. Right? Just kind of, like, blowed it off, right? And then just have a, a random friend, like, hey, Sergeant, you ready to go home now? Like, oh, yeah, what's up? And then just, like, watch their face. I'm like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> Well, even though I can't really say on here, when I told them, like, when we told them what we do, they both just looked at us and were like, bye, like, you fucking, leave me alone. <laughs> you fucking putts. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck off. Oh, oh, my goodness. Well, I don't know. I think that's a good note to end on or wrap up on, I guess. Random. <laughs> Random as fuck, but that's what that's what I love about the roundtables is that it's just a therapy session. You know, it's a good thing nobody can see our group chat because then they think, what the fuck is wrong with these three? Um, <laughs> especially when you guys get in your tangents about uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones and I have or, no idea what's going on. Or heavy bubbles, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <get> heavy bubbles. <laughs> Look up Thank you for showing me that because that was glorious. So, you know, if you're still with us and still listening, please look that up. Heavy bubbles with Thor. If you need a fucking laugh because I about pissed myself. And then the fucking Batman and Superman video. Oh my God. The Superman one was hilarious. So fucking stupid. But I needed that laugh. So that's all that matters. <laughs> oh. You're welcome. <laughs> and on that note, this is Lonnie from Cruise Corner. I'm six from Council for Maintenance. And I'm Jay Marie. And I got Joe back. Boy. Boom! First time. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm going to leave that whole ending in there, too. Fuck yeah. All right. <laughs> Women with an effed up mind is not DOD affiliated or any branch of service. We are not endorsed by any of them, even the ones that we serve in. We're just about stating our opinions, talking about the experiences, and just how stating public records. So I just wanted to make that clear because all we're about is making people uncomfortable, ruffling as many feathers as we can, and you know, doing the damn thing. <laughs>